is Sister Peter coming to you from the Hill, the Edwin Elder Library. And today we're on page of eight, page 80 of Marvelous Mercy, the shocking truth about the mercy of God by Robert E. Henson. The greatest illustration of God's fairness. The greatest insight into the fairness of God is to look at the way Jesus Christ treated his eventual betrayer, Judas Iscariot. Luke 6, 12-16 says, And it came to pass in those days that he went out to a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called unto him his disciples, and of them he chose twelve, whom he also named apostles. Simon, whom he also named Peter, and Andrew his brother, James and John, Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon Consolotes and Judas the brother of James, and Judas Iscariot, which also was the traitor. Judas Iscariot, who would turn out to be a traitor, was chosen by Jesus to be an apostle. He was given the identical call as Simon Peter and all the other apostles. Judas Iscariot participated in the apostolic ministry. Jesus sent him, along with the other eleven disciples, to preach the good news and to heal the infirmed. Luke 9, 1-2 Then he called his twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Amazingly, Judas Iscariot was even a responsible position among the group of the disciples. He was given. John 12, 3-6 Then took Mary a pound of ointment and spikenard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the odor of appointment. Then saith one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him. Why was this ointment not sold for three hundred pence and given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the bag and bare what was put therein. Judas Iscariot was no less than the treasurer for the operating funds of Jesus and his disciples. Yet he was a thief, and Jesus knew this flawed character when he placed him in the state of position. John two twenty four and twenty five. But Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all men, and needed not that they should testify of men, for he knew what was in men. Why would Jesus knowingly do such a thing? Of a lesser person in Christ, we would likely ascribe it to poor business. However, with Jesus, it was intentional. It was part and parcel of his overwhelming fairness. Judas Iscariot would never be able to protest with any validity that Jesus wasn't fair to him. Jesus was so fair with Judas that even on the night before the crucifixion, the other disciples didn't have any idea as to who the betrayer of Christ might be. John 13, 21-29 illustrates this point. Jesus answered, He is to whom I give a sop. When I have dipped it, and when he had dipped the sop, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. After the sop, Satan entered into him. Then said Jesus unto him, That thou doest, do quickly. Now no man at the table knew for what intent he spake this unto him. For some of them thought, because Judas had the bag, that Jesus had said to him, Buy those things that we have need of against the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. Contrary to the practice of many leaders, Jesus did not inform the other disciples of Judas Iscariot's evil character behind Judas' back. Jesus would not give Judas the opportunity to say that he had transgressed against Christ because his brethren had been prejudiced 
prejudiced against him. Jesus had been so fair with Judas that even when Jesus finally did publicly identify him as the betrayer, the disciples just could not comprehend it. Some say that Judas could not have been forgiven for what he did in betraying Christ. Is that a fact? Or is it possible that he received no forgiveness simply because he never asked for it? It should be pointed out that Judas Iscariot and Simon Peter each made the biggest mistakes of their life on the same night. Judas never sought forgiveness. He simply determined his fate with his own hands by going to a lonely place and committing suicide. In contrast, Simon Peter also went to a lonely place. However, he fell down and wept in prayer of deep repentance to God. He placed his fate in the hands of God. Oh, the fairness of God. It's page 83. Amen. I'm so glad that we do serve a just and merciful Savior. His marvelous mercy. Well, today as we continue to point others to the cross, remember, that's our purpose in life. God is fair that he needs no respect for persons. He wants all to come to repentance. And he wants us to be his hands and feet mouthpiece. Me, here on my podcast, you, wherever you are, whatever your position is, I don't know who all I'm speaking to, but we all have jobs. God has trusted us each. He is fair. He is merciful. Well, you have a great day. I love you. Lisa Peter, your host of the Ill Day Elder Library podcast. Goodbye. Thank you.